from air quality concerns, mold to allergens, the law, and insurance. We cover it all right here on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. All right, all right, and welcome to the show. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, building damage experts live every Saturday right here on iHeartRadio on New Talk Orlando, 94.1 FM, 540 AM. All right, we're just kicking off on this beautiful Saturday, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. on iHeartRadio. And again, we're excited to be here. It's our third month, I think, in transition from um, from Florida Man Radio over to this dial. Uh, so we're excited to be here and uh, excited that you guys are uh, uh, checking out our show today. Um, go find us on Facebook on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. It's one way to find us and uh, to uh, to find out when our next episodes are coming out. We do film them, podcast them, and we split the audio and play that on iHeartRadio every Saturday. We do record them throughout the week. So if you do have a question, a comment, or anything you'd like us to talk about on the air that'll play on the following Saturday, hit us up there on Facebook, right there at Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. Send us a direct message or just post on our wall. Uh, it's very interactive. We'd love to uh, hear anything or, or any topic that you'd like for us to discuss or even in a, uh, in a situation that you may need some help with. Uh, we have our resident attorney here. His, uh, his name is Hans Kennett with Morgan & Morgan. He'd be happy to help you with any type of, uh, I was going to say, legal concern, um, any discrepancy you might have, uh, whether you did slip on a banana or get hit by a bus, or if you have a um, dispute against your insurance carrier, as we've talked about before, Hans, it's not just property uh, that you can help folks on, but in any dispute from a consumer against their insurance sure. carrier. Sure. Anytime you have a dispute or an underpayment or denial of your claim against your own insurance, something we can always look at and always uh, evaluate for you, let you know if we can help you. Yeah. And we're still hearing more and more folks that are coming forward and saying, Hey, I just now had a contractor mount to my home because I, d- I noticed something was off on my house, but I didn't think nothing of it. And now rainy season is here. Hurricane season has officially began here in the state of Florida starting June 1st. It'll go all the way through, I think, what is it? The end of Thanksgiving. Is that right? Yeah, really through Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. So, so, we, so it's, it's a long time actually. It is. And, 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 and when you talk about over the years, it's gotten later and later. Typically, the bigger storms are now September, October. <clears throat> Back in even 04, they were primarily in, in really June, July. But like I said this year, we already had our first name storm, Arlene, up, uh, up by the Panhandle, come forming out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't do much, obviously. It's kind of spun off in the Gulf, didn't it? It did. It did. It actually started in the Gulf and ended in the Gulf. Mm-hmm. But again, that's a, it's still relatively early for, for a storm of, of any type, much less of that magnitude. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and with that, I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're still talking uh, to folks, like I said, that are still finding damages from the home from the effects of Hurricane Ian. And I think it's important to get your home inspected today, now, before the new hurricane season comes along. And, you know, and, and some people may think, oh man, I have to call an inspection company. Then who do I call? Is there a charge for this? How much am I going to pay for this? Um, you know, but it's something that you can do yourself, really. Um, most people with uh, with a cell phone nowadays, or or or, or uh, as, you have you have kids that, that would love to uh, take a phone and go around and run around the house and uh, uh, take pictures of everything and uh, and document your stuff. I mean, I think you talk about this a lot, right, Hans? I but do. Document, document. You do. I mean, because with you say, well, I'm busy. I got things to do. You'll always make more money with photos of your property than you will just trying to describe the property to some insurance adjuster or some lawyer after the law. So we always talk about <clears throat> now's the time to go around the house, the exterior, 
You can do a, you can do a video if you like, uh, take some stills because video people tend to forget that cameras move and all of a sudden, yeah, look, have something that looks like a 1920s um, talkie. Um, so yeah, to take a lot of stills, take a video, go around the house, um, look for cracks, look for things uh, that might be a problem and get them fixed. Because if you don't take that time to do the proper maintenance, you go, what you're going to hear about later as well, Mr. Smith, we would have covered your claim, but those cracks in the stucco is what let the water in. And you're like, well, no, it came through the roof. Well, we think it's the walls. And all of a sudden you're calling me saying, Hey, they say it's from the cracks in the stucco. So go around, get the house maintained. Also on the interior, make a point to document things. I tell people all the time and people don't forget to do this. Open the closet door and take a picture of what's inside the closet. Cause if you get enough water or God forbid you have enough of a problem, all those things can be gone. And if you want to describe to, again, describe to some adjuster or some lawyer, well, I had shoes and well, I don't know. I, I got some of them a while and all of a sudden you're, you're explaining the way we say when you're explaining, you're losing, have photos that document all your, all your property, your personal property inside, document the outside of the house. Um, and, and keep those, uh, obviously everyone's got a phone these days, keep them on the cloud or someplace, uh, where you can retrieve them as needed. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and my phone fills up a lot with, uh, just the normal photos I take, you know, damaged buildings and airplanes. That's usually what's in my phone. Uh, and, um, I've recently found out, I mean, you get, um, with every cell phone provider, it seems like, uh, or like say if you have a Gmail, you have a certain amount of space that comes with it. Um, and with my, like say with my Microsoft, for instance, office 365 or whatever, um, you get some space with OneDrive. And, uh, for me, I was able to sync up with my phone of an Android phone I was able to sync up with this and take a lot of the photos that I've taken of my house of this storm season and named a folder with, you know, my house, my address and the date. And I created that folder and I took all the photos when I went around the outside of my home and uploaded it to there. So that way, because you do end up having to delete your photos off your phone to make more space. Those are the ones you don't want to delete. Those are the ones you want to keep for a while. So what I'm saying is, is find a creative way um, for a Dropbox link or um, um, some sort of service that you already have built into your phone. Um, that is an offsite or a cloud-based system with plenty of space to hold those photos and videos. And drones are very popular now. So a teenager that you might have in your household already might already have one and say, hey, Johnny, I have a project for you. Go outside and go take uh, pictures and video of everything around the house that you possibly can with the drone on the roof, all the way around the edges. We want to see gutters. We want to see fascia soffits. We want to see stucco around windows, you know, um, and uh, that's very important to do, especially now where you have so many different uh, policy variations now. And you can speak to these policies that are coming out nowadays is that, you know, you're starting to see roof uh, uh, extra deductibles for roof uh, claims, you're starting to see ACV policies, actual cash value, which means they depreciate the value of a roof based off of how long it's been there and whatever they think they can devalue it. Uh, if it's a 20 year old roof and you're 10 years through it, they're going to give you 50% life left on it. And that's the only value you're going to pay after they take a monstrous de uh, deductible away from you as well. Could be a hurricane deductible. Um, we, we did see an insurance accountability bill come through that says made it law that they cannot charge you more than one deductible um, for a claim, even if it's a roof and interior. Yeah, I mean, typically you only get charged even if there's more than one hurricane in a year. Most policies provide you only pay a single deductible for any calendar year for a hurricane. 
<clears throat> so keep that in mind with your policy may or may, or may or may not have that endorsement, but there's often a, a one deductible per calendar year for hurricanes. So if you have a second hurricane, they don't really pile on at this point. You can do that. One thing also about the photos is the primary basis for denial of your claim by an insurer is going to be lack of maintenance and wear and tear. And the photos, if, if you have taken care of your house, they should demonstrate that the house was actually in good shape and in good condition prior to the storm. Right. That's a good point too. And again, we're talking about hurricane preparedness today on our show. Um, just giving you some tidbits, some tips to be able to, to ensure that if you do if we if we are affected by a major storm that you're prepared you already have everything in a drive um, some sort a uh, um, in the cloud based uh, system to where you're able to access that at any time and forward it over to if you do need Hans Kennett with Morgan Morgan in the future um, then you have your ducks in a row it's going to make it a lot easier for him to uh, to be able to get your money faster and now with them taking away attorney's fees for property insurance and and then they further took out uh, in a later date, this last uh, regular session, they took out all attorney's fees, prevailing party attorney's fees for any lines of insurance, any type of dispute, whether it be life insurance, medical, auto, those types of things, as well as property was taken out in a special session in December. So um, it would be important, it would be prudent of you to do so, because that's going to lessen your time uh, there, Hans. They're having to go and hire an expert, hire uh, forensic people to say what could have happened, what could have, what what the state of the roof could have been prior to the storm and those types of things. It takes all the guesswork out of there, makes it a little bit easier for you to do your job. So uh, a couple of more uh, tips for you as we are here now in hurricane season in the state of Florida about being prepared for hurricane season, what to do. Um, and we'll be right back with Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, more on hurricane preparedness. We'll be right back. All right, all right. And we are back live on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, building damage experts live every Saturday right here on this fine radio dial iHeart Network on News Talk Orlando 94.1 FM and 540 AM. All right, we have a guest coming up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring him on um, uh, live here uh, shortly. He just called me back here, Joe. Uh, this is the other Joe, roofer Joe McKenna. We're going to try this live, actually. We don't know how this is going to work, um, but, but, uh, 
uh, here we go. Let's now, do it. you're going to intro him in here, Joe. I'm going to bring in All right. All the right. other Joe, Joe McKenna. Joe and Joe. It's yes, like Morgan and, and Morgan, but totally different. Oh, oh that, that quickly went to... See, this is uh, what happens this when is you're, why we you're do trying on live radio. All right, let's see. All right. Here we go. Second effort here. There we go. Now it's calling. I was about to leave your message. You must have popped All right, all right. What's going on, man? Here he is. The one. The only. Joe McKenna. All right. All right. We're going to try this live here. We're on iHeartRadio on Saturdays now. We are recording right now, so try not to drop any F-bombs or, or anything like that um, while we're live. It's, uh, what do they call it, uh, PG uh, for our listeners here for iHeartRadio. But uh, I wanted to bring up a topic, and I wanted to have you on the show. That's why I was pre-calling you, but uh, too late, so we're just going to throw you right in. Hopefully you got a few minutes. Uh, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. All right, so um, on this, we're talking about hurricane preparedness. We always talk about, and we have Hans Kennan here with Morgan & Morgan. So I know you know yep. Hans. Hey. <laughs> Hello, how you doing, man? Good, good. <laughs> well, uh, uh, so in, in this discussion about hurricane preparedness, it always comes up about roof maintenance and and uh, what we can do to be prepared for the next hurricane season that's coming through. You know, we've made it through this uh, last season. Right now, rainy season is starting and normally you guys don't get a call until rainy season starts kicking in, out of sight, out of mind. And now you're getting the calls, you're coming out to tarp roofs or find out what's going on. Maybe there's missing flashing in a valley or just poor workmanship or you are finding damages that have happened from a storm prior to. And now we're working with their insurance carrier to try to try to get uh, a resolution and get a, uh, get the repair or the replacement done for the roof. It's becoming a lot more difficult lately. But uh, what could be some advice um, you give people as we are now coming in a hurricane season? Um, and uh, just, I mean, you you hear it all the time from adjusters saying, "Well, nope. If they would have done this or if they would have done that, it would have been a lot easier uh, for us to move forward on this claim." Um, I mean, a- outside of your normal. Let's get it repaired whenever we notice anything. I mean, what what would you, um, uh, I guess, give some advice to the listeners as, as we're going into hurricane season and preparing for a possible bad storm season? I would, I would encourage people to get an inspection. If a qualified roofer gets on the roof, they can check to see if there's any potential damage that would be allowing the roof to leak. So preventive maintenance is always, is always a good uh, solution. Absolutely. And, uh, and that's what I, we were just talking about the last, uh, uh, the first segment here, actually, we we're just talking about like, you know, if, if you're not going to do it yourself, cause we we're just talking about, you know, everybody has a f- cell phone nowadays. You can absolutely have a, uh, and, uh, like a, like a, go- uh, a Google drive somewhere that's linked to your phone that you can start storing your, your photos. Um, and the next step further is is to give you a call and to come out and check uh, and check it out. I mean, do, do you charge anything for that? Would you be able to come out to somebody's home and give them a free evaluation, or, or how would that work? Always, always willing to help people without charging. I think that uh, you know, I find it if we can give a free service for people to have the roof checked out, you know, then uh, it allows people to be more willing to protect their home and to have that inspection done rather than looking at, you know, oh, I got to spend money to have this done. No. We'll do the inspection for free. And I like free the, estimate, free inspection. I'd like to point out, I've known Joe for many, many years, and often he and I have, have said to each other, 
look, we got to do what's right by the client. And so I, I've seen him take less money. I've seen myself take less money on cases to try to make sure the client gets taken care of. So I'll certainly vouch for Joe McKenna. We'll do the right thing by it. Absolutely. And Joe, um, being that uh, we are in the uh, Orlando listening area, it's a pretty big uh, uh, radio footprint uh, that we have here through iHeartRadio. So if somebody in the uh, Central Florida listening area does want to get you signed up or have you come over to your home, you are local here, the Central Florida area. How can they get a hold of you? Uh, if you give them some details, your name, your company name, your way to, to, to reach you, cell phone, maybe email. Yes, sir. Uh, Joe McKenna and I have Sun State Solar and Roofing. My number is 407-718-8188. What was that so, number yes, again? Absolutely. That's 407-718-8188. There you go. Joe, the roofer, put it in your cell phone, save it, send him a text message, give him a call, get your appointment scheduled today. Um, and it's very important. If he comes out and gives you an inspection, everything ch- uh, checks out. Well, he's going to keep the photos. You're going to have a set of photos. And now let's say a couple months co- uh, go by and we get hit with uh, back-to-back storms, which is uh, apparently supposed to happen and we're supposed to have a pretty um, pretty wild storm season and so we've seen storms come through even with Ian and then Nicole within a month after each other and so it's a, and it's important that you get the inspections done between each storm even even those types of situations so you can differentiate the damages from what happened on one if any to what happened to another um, so so again as part of being prepared for hurricane season um, and uh, definitely give Joe a call. Um, and, uh, so Joe, have you, uh, we, we got a couple of minutes left on the segment. Um, what are the major things that you, that, that you have heard, um, you know, when, when you are doing these roof inspections and the insurance adjuster is meeting you out there, maybe it's a state farm guy who never likes to pay anything. He's not a good neighbor. Um, but, uh, and what, what have you, what have you heard that you could give some advice to, you know, so, you know, to people about, um, or, or even how they select their contractor. Can you, can you, uh, talk about that a little bit. Well, absolutely. License and insured. You want to make sure that the people are going to be around. I'm a native of Orlando, born and raised. So, you know, anybody that I've ever used is somebody has come through a referral that somebody knows that we can trust a trusted source. But going back to what you said before as well, I think it is uh, important that you have a, a, we make sure we document photograph everything. So it gives you like a baseline. So we do know the condition of the roof in case something does come along, we get a hailstorm or a hurricane. We've got previous photos to show that this was the status of the roof. This was uh, how it was before the storms came. So, you know, like I say, it gives you a little bit of a baseline for it. So that's great. Hopefully that's, great. that's something that that works for people that, um, you know, and uh, especially because adjusters, they want to come out they want to have a look. They're going to call everything wear and tear um, without, uh, you know, without their willingness to admit that there is damage that has happened. So if we do have some photos and documentation from a prior uh, visit and inspection, then it gives uh, certainly some good evidence for us to be in a fight with. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right on that. I mean, it's, it's more documentation, the better. And as, and, and, 
how Hans has said this before, you know, sometimes people wait too long before they come to him or they, or their lack of action. And by the time it does get there and you finally are ready uh, to get legal involved, there's, there's little to no documentation. It's a year later. Um, it, the, the facts start to get, uh, you know, very hazy. So it, it makes it more difficult, the less documentation that you have. So give Joe a call, shoot him a text message, see how I can get scheduled for a, a roof evaluation. It's going to cost you nothing. You'll get a, uh, a, a free evaluation of the home and an estimate, which I think is important. And, and Joe, that's awesome that you offer these free estimates um, because if somebody does need a repair, somebody does need a replacement, um, they, they have that to compare it against or they have it ready in their arsenal to say, okay, I'm going to save up for it. If it continues to rain and I keep getting stuff in, I, I need to get this repair done. So I think it's important. And or if everything is fine uh, today, um, and a storm does come through, you have documented evidence that it was fine uh, before the storm. And after the storm, you come back out, identify that there are damages from that weather event, and you'll be able to help out the client so much better, get them a roof replaced so much faster in advance of the next storm season. That's awesome. And and again, if you can give out yep. your, uh, your, your name and a way to reach you, that'd be great. Yeah, and also what's happening, there's a lot of people getting letters from the insurance company that are being told mm-hmm. that they're not going to renew them. They're getting non-renewal letters because uh, they have to replace their roof and they're not going to have insurance for next year. So that's been uh, what's kept my phone ringing a lot. People need help with that. We can offer financing. Again, we do the free evaluation, free inspection, and the free estimate. So awesome. whether it's a full roof re- replacement or it's just a repair. So, All right, yeah, last, that, last 10 seconds, how do, how do we reach you? So last 10 seconds, Joe McKenna, 406. 407- Seven seven one eight eight one eight eight. Sun State Solar and Roofing. That's awesome. You, we'll be right Thank back. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. We'll be right back. All right, all right, and we're back live on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, building damage experts live every Saturday right here on iHeartRadio, WFLA News Talk Orlando, 94.1 FM, 540 AM. Also, we do stream this every Saturday. We're here on iHeartRadio, but we film it and as a podcast on Facebook. So go there on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell on our Facebook page. We also stream on, on uh, what is it, Apple iTunes. Apple Podcasts, uh, 
uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any of the other big ones, Overcast, like your favorite podcast app, you're going to find us on That's there. That's right. That's right. And you'll find links uh, in our social media. It's a lot easier to find us on um, on Facebook. I believe we have Instagram as well, too. We, are, are we on there? Uh, yeah, we do also have an Instagram. It's, there we go. Yeah. I thought I saw it on there. I was, I was scrolling because it does announce when new episodes are out and they're ready and you can click on the link in the bio, I think is what it says. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that's, that's thanks to our awesome social media manager, Natalie. She's just killer. That's awesome. I, I I'm just so out of the loop when it comes to that social media stuff. So well, I, that's because you know. she's so good. When, when, right. when somebody that works for you is amazing, you get out of the loop on it, you know? Right. You don't, you don't need to understand it, you know, cause yeah. it's already happening. Like over here, I have no idea what these buttons do. Let's, let's, let's try. Let's, touch a let's try. Yeah, let's touch a couple here. What's this do? Oh, oh, snap! It that's is right. That's right, right. here on iHeartRadio. <laughs> <laughs> you know, John Morgan loves that. I mean, the old days of Dog Bite <laughs> um, and some of these other uh, commercials that he does Morgan now is just and Morgan legacy. I like. Yeah, that that's one of their legacy ones right there. This is another. It, it sounds like a Christmas edition. <laughs> it doesn't. It does, it? Yeah. Here's. Let's see if Hans. Do you recognize this? Like a, do you like a, hey, you, a settlement? Give a certificate, give a certificate. Come on and sit on my lap. <laughs> Perhaps we could have a uh, mediation. Uh, yeah. Don Corleone is what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan and Morgan, America's largest injury law firm. Yeah. It is. It is Don Corleone. Uh, it is. It sounds no, like that was that was that was that. Now I will bring you this sled. I will bring you this sled, but I may call upon you one day for a favor. And that day may never come. <laughs> like grandpa, what are you talking about? But if it does, <laughs> leave the release. <laughs> Take the cannolis. <laughs> no recovery, no fee. So uh, speaking of, since all the law changes come through, Hans, I mean, has that changed Morgan and Morgan's stance at all on no recovery, no fee? Well, no, actually, um, for, from that perspective, it is not. Um, because if we take on your case and we work it up and for whatever reason we can't recover for you, whatever time we've expended, whatever costs we've expended, which actually usually end up being between two and $5,000 a case just to investigate. It's about $1,000 or so for the engineer, 2000 for the engineer, $1,000 for a weather or meteorologist to come look at the weather if we need it, another $1,000 for an estimate to be written. So we expend a, a, often a lot of money, uh, if, we, if, if there's nothing there for us to investigate a claim. But to the extent, if I have to call you and say, look, I'm really sorry, Whatever didn't work out, <clears throat> policy didn't work out, policy's bad, and we can talk about that a little bit, um, and we just simply can't make a case for you or have a case for you, then I don't charge you for your time and uh, for my time, and I don't charge you for our costs, and we eat that as, as a cost of doing business. Nice. And that's in any type of insurance dispute. Cause I like to say that we talk about property a lot here when you're in a, uh, a situation where, um, you have a damaged building, you have, uh, I come from a mold background. So we're talking about interior mold inspections and a causation type of side, like air quality assessors provides with a professional engineering opinion, uh, the mold opinion as a consultant, uh, adding advice as, uh, with an exactimate estimating, um, line item, uh, uh, details on 
scope and price as it results to damages from that singular storm or event. Could be a plumbing loss. It could be uh, uh, a weather event that uh, could have caused these damages. So that's primarily what we talk about here. We have contractors such as roofers, like we had uh, Joe McKenna uh, on last segment. Uh, he's a local roofer here, and he helps people. That uh, and he said he's, he said the biggest thing that is making his phone ring right now are people getting non or excuse me uh, letters from their insurance company of non renewal saying that we're not renewing you because your roof is old. Not because it's in bad shape, not because it's leaking, not because you are aware of any problem with it, simply a function of age. Um, an architectural shingle, even in Florida, should arguably last. If somebody sends my mom a letter and says, you're too old. Uh, this is, we're going to have a freaking problem here. I understand. And that, that may be next. They may decide not to insure people based on age. But um, one thing, like I said, an, an architectural shingle, as it's known, is good for about 20 years, maybe 22, 25. We, I've seen right. them, I've seen them 30. just depends on, right. on, on, on sun exposure and just where that house sits. But these days, uh, and it's almost, it's funny, a part of me one time when I first saw that happening, I said, man, it's like, it's like collusion between like the, the shingle manufacturers of the United States and the insurance companies got together and said, hey, look, tell you what, we'll make everyone buy a new roof every 10 years, whether they need it or not. And, <laughs> and you kick us back some of the money from the shingles and, and, and we'll say, give you back some of the money from the premium. Because the truth is at, at a 10, at 10 years, even a three tab roof at 10 years is far from the end of its useful life. Um, again, an architectural shingle, you've got probably 20 years minimum really on that shingle. Um, unless it's damaged, obviously, by, by one of the storms or things we've talking about. But you do see that. And literally, if, if you have to replace your roof every decade, that, I mean, that's a massive expense. That's ends up calling, you know, roofs are, you know, 15, 18, 20, 25,000 bucks. People got to put aside. I mean, on a $25,000 roof, you had to replace every 10 years. You have to put away 200 bucks a month, every month for a decade to pay 25 grand in 10 years. I have a question for you. Oh man, Joe McKenna brought this up on the last segment. He says, hey, when you get these letters of non-renewal, call me. I have options. I have finance options. Well, well, first thing is before you think about finance options, the reason you want to get someone out there before the policy um, is non-renewed is you may have the ability to make a claim for damage you don't know you have with the existing roofer. Now, keep in mind, well, my question kind of involves that as well. Uh, the scenario is this. Let's say Joe does come out and before the policy lapses and says, oh, man, uh, I ran the weather data and all my investigation around here and, and partners that we have involved in engineering, all this other stuff. This is what seems to have kicked off this uh, damage that I see on your roof over here. This storm, it's within your policy period. Now, let's say the homeowner is like, okay. I see that. Let's file the claim and let's get going. Let's say it's citizens. Citizens is going to take a year to do anything, right? So during that time, client gets nervous and says, listen, I want the roof on now. Um, now I'm going to hire Joe McKenna. I'm going to get it. Uh, I don't have the money to do it. Now I've just kicked off a claim. My insurance proceeds should, should pay for this, right? The, the slow moving uh, situation that we see every day with the insurance companies not wanting to pay out or just uh, slow ball, uh, slow walking it, then eventually getting you involved and still taking six months to a year to close. They say, I want the roof now. I'm going to go ahead and get it financed up front. Is the finance fee recoverable under the policy? Well, as I say and say often in law school, they say I'm allowed to say I don't know. And number two is it depends. Um, 
I have recovered financing charges before from an insurance company where the insured incurred the expense during the pendency of the claim or the litigation. Um, and then I made that into a damage. Arguably, um, which is kind of what I do all day, um, arguably financing charges are not a direct physical loss to property. So they would be recovered if you could and a subsequent bad faith claim. Now, luckily, because we get stuff done, we, we try to get things done relatively, excuse me, relatively quickly. Um, ideally, the interest for that period of time isn't monumental and I get the insurer to pay it. Um, but so, so I have. So the short answer, I, um, I apologize for the, the long lawyer answer. The short answer is, is yes, I have recovered those finance charges as part of resolution of a pre-suit claim or litigation claim. And then there's a law passed last year that said that any invoice that's owed that goes over 90 days, um, then is also um, able to be charged uh, interest, statutory interest, 1.5% a month on top of that. That could be part of the damages on top of any possible finance charges that would go into buying the roof. Yeah. Possibly. I mean, yeah. Any, any interest you've incurred, and this is arguably because of the insurer's bad behavior. Um, often, obviously, if the insurer denies your claim in total, um, obviously lowballs it, undervalues that claim, then we would typically file what's called a civil remedies notice, which is a bad faith notice to the insurer <clears throat> advising them that we're not happy with their conduct. All right. Well, and they have tens, if not hundreds of thousands of complaints uh, in the DFS website here in the state of Florida. Complaints to get the insurance companies against contractors, 99. Those are real facts right there. Hundreds of thousands against insurance companies, 99 against contractors. All right, we're going to take a break here on Contract Talk with Richie Kidwell. We'll be right back after the break. All right, all right, and we're back live on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, Building Damage Experts, live every Saturday right here on iHeartRadio, 94.1 FM, 540 AM, if you're listening here locally in the Central Florida area, or on iHeartRadio app, you can download that app, and make sure you go to WFLA News Talk Orlando, 94.1 FM, it's very specific on the iHeartRadio app, you'll be able to listen to us live every Saturday, 12 PM to 2 PM, Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, and while we're on there on the internet, go over to our uh, uh, go over to our Facebook page, like us on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. Make sure you subscribe, and if you have any questions or you have a topic that you'd like for us to talk about on the show. 
leave us a message, drop us a line, send us uh, um, even a direct message. We'll be happy to put it on and talk about it. It'll go live on the next Saturday. So again, we record and podcast the show uh, the week before, uh, several days before it goes live on Saturday. We split the audio put it on iHeart and then we do our uh, podcast um, and we distribute, uh, we distribute that through Apple um, and uh, help me out, Joe. We also Spotify, Apple, Spotify, Overcast, any, uh, any of your favorite podcast, uh, podcast apps will be yeah. on it. Even on Instagram, if I remember correctly, as I was scrolling through, I saw our contractor talk with Richie Kidwall in there and they said the show has now been released and they have it on there like episode number four, episode number five. I think we're now, what, three months into it? What are we, episode 10 or 11, 12? Uh, probably 10, 10 or 11, something like that. I mean, time flies when you're having a blast. It is, man. Time is flying by. We've had uh, guests such as Patrick Carr on the show. He is a, uh, a resident guest from uh, our other show that we had on um, uh, Florida Man Radio that we brought over to here. So we, we flipped the format, we changed the name, and now we're here on iHeart for two hours of audio that we split out to our fans here and our listening audience in the Central Florida area. And we podcast it and we segment them up and push them out through our social media. So we're excited to be not only on podcasts, but on iHeart Radio on the weekend. So, um, what we talk about here is uh, we're bringing our perspective as contractors to you, the consumer, to help you in your one time of loss when you're in a dispute against your insurance company. And I say a dispute because it never ends up being easy. It's always a complex situation, no matter what. It could be an easy peasy uh, pipe claim and you think it's just going to be okay that pipe busted, there's damages, it's definitely going to be fixed. I have good neighbors, I'm in good hands. I have been told that no no worries, you are protected, you're good. And so even your agent tells you that too. I remember my State Farm agent um, who, who she's, I, I, uh, uh, how, how do I want to say this? Very good friend of mine, she couldn't do anything more than what she can do. Very, very nice on the phone, very helpful in helping us get our claim started. I had a claim in, uh, in, a, in, a, in a studio uh, for, that my wife runs. And it, um, we had a fire from next door, wasn't even our unit. The, uh, uh, the firefighters came, sprayed all the water everywhere to put out the fire. Well, water filled up our unit and went up the walls. We had to gut the walls four foot uh, around and all the way around 360 around the whole entire space and pull up all the floors. And it was a big to do. And still to this day, we have not been fully um, compensated by State Farm on that. And it's, it's beyond me on how they don't resolve stuff. And they are just horrible, even though she was helping us to push. So your agent can only do so much is where I'm getting at. Don't be upset with your agent. Your agents actually want you to file the claim. They actually want you to get paid you know, they sold you the policy. They want to make sure they give you good service. Now on that, every year we advise you to shop new property insurance rates, even auto. You want to shop it for the best rate every year. And sometimes we're going into that normal thing of going to our same agent. And these agents usually only sell a certain batch of insurance companies. 
just so you know, fun fact, there's about four or 500 registered insurance companies in the state of Florida that sell property alone, right? A thousand that sell property and auto or one or the other, about 400 that sell both or just property alone. So you have plenty of choices, plenty of competition. Think about it. I mean, you know, Hans, I mean, the insurance companies even start with A. I can think of a bunch off the top of my head from AAA to, to Attic to American Distance integrity to, you know, the American specialty. And, and we're still in the A's, you know, you got B, you got bankers, you got, you got, you got so many insurance companies that are here in the state of Florida and your favorite farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum. Um, and, uh, and so what I'm saying is where I'm getting at is some agents only sell a group of insurance providers. <coughs> Although they can, they can only sell, sell short. they can only, um, the, ins- the insurers only allow an agent to sell so many insurers because the, it's, it becomes, they compete against themselves at that point, um, for, for the premium dollar. So yeah, they'll limit the amount of, um, amount of companies that they can represent again, just to keep it from being too cannibalistic, let's say, but between them. So yeah, so you so an independent agent, you should go to multiple independent agents, and you'll find that your selection is typically going to be broader than it would with just one. That's right. That's right. And even though citizens insurance may be the cheaper choice, and that was by legislative uh, 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 hand there, you know, pushing that to, to where they cannot continue to increase a certain amount year over year. So they were into, I, th- I believe it was Senate Bill 76, that capped them at 10% the first year, 11% the next year. They had them at, for the next five years, they capped them at 10 and then up to 15%. Um, and so you'll find that they're the cheapest, but Citizens is named the insurer of last resort for a reason. Do not get them if you don't have to. Shop other insurance companies, you'll find comp- uh, competitive rates. The problem you run into, though, is that Citizens premiums are so artificially low and the requirement to get into citizens essentially is you have to have um, a premium quote that is, I believe, still 20% or 30% higher than citizens. Well, you can't find anyone to compete with citizens because they've kept their rates so low. So everyone, it used to be many years ago, it took a lot to be right. qualified for citizens. You weren't allowed. And when the rates yeah, were- Three strikes, you're out. Three strikes, so three, you had to get three, three people had to turn you down, all sorts of stuff. And it made it easier and easier. And it's one of the law of unintended consequences. By limiting citizens' ability to raise their rates, what they've done is they made the spread between them and everybody else so big, everyone gets, everyone can get into citizens and they get they get insurance at really what's below a market rate. Right. There was an article caps as well too. Yeah, there's a there's an article recently. I think and I'll I'll try to look it up. I'll I'll get it wrong, but like the average homeowner's policy with citizens is like grand and everyone else is like four or five or more. So if all you need is a quote 30% less than or 30%, yeah, greater than citizens, everyone's getting citizens. That's why it's like they make it sound like everyone's flooding the citizens because it's a last resort. It is a last resort, but the statute's been been made and the legislation has been made. It makes it easy to get into the last resort. I mean, so at that point, people aren't even really bothering to shop what I would call more conventional insurers, conventional policies. No, no. And you saw the article that said that citizens now on track to have 2 million policies here soon. 
I mean, and we saw that happen 10 years ago. It's the same thing. We'll see the ebb and flow where a lot of uh, policies go over to citizens, which is the insurer of last resort. It's the insurance company owned by the state of Florida. And out of 7 million HO3 policies, single family residential policies that are sold here in the state of Florida, they have almost 2 million of them currently. Uh, And that is because of how cheap they are. But don't get stuck in that trap. I was able to find insurance. I actually went to the OIR website and I put in my address and I put in the type of insurance I was looking for and it gave me a list of 30 insurance companies starting from Cyprus, um, you know, down and they were the cheapest. I found insurance for 1200 bucks, you know? I mean, for you know, 1200 bucks for the year uh, on a Cyprus policy um, with full coverage and, uh, you know, I was able to get everything I needed. And I say full coverage, meaning that there isn't, um, you know, these caps, like Citizens loves to do the, you have $10,000 worth of coverage unless you use our preferred pretender. And it's like, so I really have a policy for 10 grand. You don't really have a full policy. We always talk about the fact when you look at coverage A, which is how much your home is insured for, <clears throat> let's say these days it's typically about $300,000, give or take, to, for the home. And you say to yourself, okay, I'm going to sleep well at night because I have $300,000 if my house gets blown away or something bad happens. But when you get into it, as Richie mentioned, the addendums and the endorsements of the policy limit your ability to get to that money. So unless literally your house burns to the ground or like, Wizard of Oz, it is sucked up in a tornado and is gone. Like you show up, you drive home and go, house is gone. House isn't gone. The limits are going to impact your ability to ever see anywhere close to the limits of that money. Right. And that's good. And that's good to know. You know, maybe not know the policy, know the exclusions. All right. We're going to take a break here with Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, Building Damage Experts. We'll be right back.
All right, back live on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, building damage experts live right here on iHeartRadio, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. on News Talk, WFLA Orlando, 94.1 FM, 5.40 a.m. Thanks for hanging out throughout the break, and we have a great show for you today, just kind of recapping uh, some of the folks that we've had on from Joe McKenna, the roofer, and Solar. That's been the new buzzword lately. Isn't that right, Hans? I mean, you know, now you're hearing more and more companies converting to not from not only just roofing now, now they're roofing and solar. Talk about building damage experts. Um, when you get solar, not pool solar, um, which, which Joe may sell also, um, but not the one that heats your pool, but the solar that actually um, cools or provides electricity for your home. Those th- that product is very expensive. It gets damaged in a hurricane. Um, I can tell you that. So if you decide to put solar on your house, you definitely want to let your insurance agent know because that that correspondingly could increase. And I hate to be silly, I guess could increase your premium, but you need to increase your coverage because those panels can be are actually yeah, very it's expensive. Thirty these to fifty days. grand from what yeah. I heard. Oh yeah, it's pretty pricey. So if suddenly something happens to your roof, it costs money like that. Like a lot of money, apparently, because it went on twice. <laughs> but let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, this is this. We're not gambling here. We're not. There's no gambling. You may not know that sound. I, I do. Um, but no, you want to make make sure that you let let people know. And your agent also, if you make any improvements to your home, you change out literally flooring, bedrooms. I mean, make any big changes. Add a pool cage. Add a pool because your pool enclosure usually isn't covered anyway. But you always want to let your insurance agent know because you want them to come and revalue your home. Um, the home values have changed so much in the last couple of years and going only up. Um, some people have found themselves in situations where the insurer has not raised their, their value of their home because the agent didn't know or didn't think to do it. And then you as the insured go, oh, my house is worth more. It must be insured for more. Well, it's not. It's insured for the, whatever's on that policy. And so you may find yourself actually underinsured for potential damage to your home. That's a good point. That's a good point. And uh, like I was saying on the uh, on, on the show, like like what Joe McKenna had mentioned about, um, you know, on the topic of uh, being prepared for hurricane season coming up, is 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 giving a, a licensed roofer a call if you're not looking forward to taking your own photos to documenting the damage. Um, you know, I started off saying it's a lot easier for you to do it yourself, but it it is it's it's even easier to pick up the phone and call somebody like Joe. Uh, who we just had on the phone, Joe McKenna. He gave out his info uh, last segment, uh, two segments ago. And I, th- I think it's important for us to do that, um, especially before the next storm comes. It's important to document it before that. And as, and as Hans Kennan had mentioned, as his practice there at, at Morgan & Morgan to be able to assist clients in their time of need. And the more documents, the better. Pictures worth a thousand words. In many cases, you know, many thousands of dollars to put your roof back on. Um, and, uh, and then we're talking about uh, citizens insurance on the last segment and um, really on how, even though that that is the cheapest insurance out, you kind of get what you pay for, um, especially with the exclusions that citizens has. So it's important to shop insurance as well, and also to understand the exclusions. And and rip a page out of your book, Hans. And he says it's it's really not as important to understand the policy. It's more important to understand the exclusions, uh, what you're not covered for. And the exclusions are usually where they're you're offered some sort of savings. You don't say, look, the policy is normally three grand a year. We'll get it down to to twenty six hundred, and you go, oh, great. And and if you don't, if you just say great and hang up the phone, you don't know what you've lost. Um, because what they'll say is, well, 
Mahavashinim said, well, it's not that big a deal. Like if your house, if your roof blows off, they'll pay you what the value of the roof. And you go, oh, that seems okay. But that would be actual cash value. It means it would give you the value of the roof at the time of the loss. You can't buy a used roof, at least not typically. It's like trying to buy used paint. Um, so again, the, your agent may say to you, um, well, it'll give you the value of the roof, right? And and offhand, you don't think that that doesn't sound bad. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fair, right? Give me the value right. of the roof. Right. Well, the value of a half of a roof that's been half used is 50%. All of a sudden you realize when you get a check in the mail, you go, well, I need to replace my roof. And I go, well, we gave you the value of your roof. And you go, well, that's odd because wait, wait, wait a minute. So wait, I got the value of my used roof. And that's true. So you got to be careful with your agent when they say, ah, it just changes this or changes that. If the insurer's giving you money, they're doing that because they want for there to be the legal concept of consideration. If they just cut your policy and add some addendum to it and don't give you a savings, I can argue that there was no consideration. There was no meeting of the minds regarding that endorsement or that change. But if they give you 50 bucks or a hundred bucks back, then you're literally getting something arguably in hand for that, for that, that endorsement. And at that point, I, I can't argue, well, judge, they didn't know that's too bad. Well, but if they change it without giving you money, I can say, judge, it's not fair. They didn't tell them they didn't do it right. They didn't advise them. They didn't save them any money. Didn't cut their premium. Yep. There was no compensation. Joe's way off on that yeah, one. Yes. He missed the financial compensation. Financial compensation. <laughs> there you go. There was no financial compensation. So that's why they offer you discounts and, and it makes you feel good and it makes you feel good on, until, until a loss hits. I had a case. Yep, and then it's going down for real. <laughs> um, it's going down for <laughs> right. We're going to tighten it up here yeah, on no, the show. We're getting there. We're getting there. But uh, I, I had a case last week where uh, folks were insured by Lloyd's, uh, Lloyd's of London. And Lloyd's of London makes everyone feel good because it sounds like it's a big ritzy. And it is, in fact, a very ritzy place in London. Um, but it is not necessarily that great an insurer. But they had what's called an actual cash value policy. And and much to much to my delight, I still got the money. But literally, literally, they weren't owed it. I mean, just the policy. I, I told him, I said, you know, you have a, a, like a like a half a roof that's half used, you know, half used up. And I said, I said, you guys realize you bought a terrible policy. I'm sure you saved some money along the way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I said, but but literally, and so they had to pay, pay for the interior themselves. Had to pay pay a whole bunch of things for the on their Same own. Thing about Lloyd's, man. I mean, they're surplus lines carrier, meaning they're not governed by the state of Florida, so they can literally have anything in their policy anything and and really they they really almost do so nice folks we got it done i got him a new roof um but honestly but the interior i, I was like look I, I i can only get you so much they have every exclusion under the book i mean yeah. they have a living organism exclusion they have asbestos exclusion even if the regulation says even if you're if you're in a 1950 home and you know you have asbestos and it's regulated that you have the asbestos or asbestos testing done and the um the proper types of mitigation done um they don't care. They're going to be like, we're not going to pay you for it. Uh, even though it's, you know, it should be, uh, paid for under ordinance and law if that's the situation, but they don't, they don't even offer ordinance and law, do they? No, it's, I mean, it's, it's really something It is it is the most nominal of policies. And you see it sometimes for folks who live on, on the coast where no one else will insure you. But usually those folks who live there have a lot of money and they realize it's a balance for them. Um, these folks who lived much more simply and did not live on the, on the, on the water or on the ocean or, or the, uh, or the, or the Gulf, but still they had this policy and, and it's a hard explanation to tell someone, 
look, Hurricane Ian came through your house and essentially took your roof off. But I, and again, I got him a new roof, but the other stuff I said, look, you don't have to pay for the interior and all the other damage out of your pocket. It's only so much you can get from it. So, and that was a policy where the agent said to them, Hey, I can get you cheaper coverage, but yeah, you know, it's, it's almost the same. Um, and it, you know, and you know, the reality is it's always almost the same until you need it. Then it's not like the other one at all. Right. You know, it's right. easy to go, Oh, you got homeowners coverage. You're, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And, and the, so there you go. So it's really, I see it every day. People call me and they go, it's weird. They're only paying for me for half the roof. And I go, why would they, even I'm like, why would they do that? And I get the letter and they say, pursuant to your policy, we only owe you the value of the, of the property in its current state at the time of the loss. And which, which is how rolled it is. An example I always give, if I buy, if I buy a pen for a dollar and I use the pen for like a year and, and then I lose the pen or something happens to the pen and I call the insurer they say, well, how long you had a pen? Well, about a year. And you use it all the time? Yeah, I use the pen all the time. So like, we're going to give you 50 cents for your pen. I go, I, I can't buy a yeah, pen for 50 for cents. Dollar. Or for a dollar. And they go, well, tell you what, you go spend the dollar, use our 50 cents, add 50 cents to it, spend the dollar, we'll give you the money back. That's the replacement cost policy. Otherwise, all I'm getting is the value of a used pen. Wow. Um, and so, and I'll talk about it after the break here about the difference of then trying to incur the cost. And I, and I brought that up a couple segments ago to saying, is that reimbursable under the policy if you have to finance that portion of it? Because it is replacement cost value. It should be all in what it costs me to replace it. And if they are going to drag their feet and take two years and I have to tarp it a couple times, I have more interior damages coming up. These things continue to happen. Then can I continue to add it? But then if if I finally want to pull the trigger and buy the roof myself, will those costs be included in the recovery? So we'll ask that and we'll be right back with Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. Back live on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, building damage experts live right here on iHeartRadio, WFLA, News Talk Orlando, 94.1 FM and 540 AM. If you're driving around the Central Florida listening area or download the iHeartRadio app every Saturday, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. On this time slot, make sure you search on the iHeartRadio app for News Talk Orlando, WFLA, 94.1, and you'll find us there every Saturday, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. And jump over to Facebook like us on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. Right there, you'll be able to see live episodes or previous uh, episodes on our Facebook page and other streaming sites such as Spotify, iTunes, and some of the other things that you were saying there, Joe. Yeah, any of your favorite uh, podcast apps, Overcast, RSS.com, et cetera, et cetera. If you like podcasts, you're going to find us. Perfect, perfect. And we do archive our podcasts, so you'll be able to go back and listen to each show. They have different different 
topics, different guests on the show. So again, I thank you for checking us out today and going back and checking out previous shows as well as we continue to fine tune our new launch. Uh, we were on the radio, um, just live on the radio on um, on Florida Man Radio, a little bit smaller of a, of a dial itself for frequency, much bigger, broader audience here on iHeartRadio. And then at the same time, we're doing a podcast that we're streaming out. So you'd be able to see us um, as we um, bring in our guest and as we transition um, between breaks. I think that's going to be the funnier part. But uh, and us trying to keep our way without cussing um, is one of the biggest challenges here on iHeartRadio. But we accept every challenge. Um, but uh, I do want to thank our guest uh, for this show, Joe McKenna. Uh, he's a roofer locally here in Orlando. He gave out all of his information. His suggestion for hurricane preparedness is to give him a call, give a licensed roofer a call, let them come out and give you a free roof evaluation, a building evaluation with a free estimate as well. So that way you can have it in your documents ready to go. You know what was up with your roof and your home prior to hurricane season and you know what's up afterwards. If you happen to get damages from the storm, you give Joe a call back. They will take new pictures and a new inspection of your roof, give you a qualified uh, opinion as a licensed roofer here in the state of Florida. I think that's I think it's a great way to go, especially as we are already in hurricane season. So um, uh, as our resident attorney here, Hans Kennett with Morgan Morgan has said, the more documentation, the better he will be able to help you out much easier in that time of need where you have a, a loss on your building, your residence, and these crazy policies that we've been seeing lately that the OIRs are just rubber stamping not only these huge uh, premium uh, 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 uh what I say premium uh, rates there that that are just going through the roof. Also, the policies that we're starting to see are just more and more complex. Uh, we've talked about um, uh, Hans. You, you'd love to bring that this this point, which I, I like to tell everybody about. The exclusions are the most important parts. And like you said, for discounts, PTIC People's Trust does this all the time. They say if you use our preferred pretender we will give you a discount. I think it's something like 50 bucks or something like that. You can't use your contractor of choice. They don't give you any cash for you when you need it. So what advice can, can you give people? I see you bringing up an article there. We'll get to that as well. Yeah, um, with people's trust, um, it, it's a bit of what I call evil genius. What they did is they opened up a huge construction contracting company. So if you do take their deal, your insurer actually owns the construction company, excuse me, owns a construction company company um, that's doing the work. And we talk about the Fox guarding the hen house and all those things. So, I mean, arguably if you do have even a preferred vendor, you, you like to believe, I mean, probably falsely, but you like to believe that there's some separation between them. And if there is a problem, the contractor going to say, Hey, look, you know, we, we're going to do it this way or that way. But literally when you write a check to people's trust for the deductible, you give the money to the construction company that they own. Um, and then if you want to, if you've been, and I tell people all the time, if you have people's trust and they're going to do the work, I say, I know it stinks, but you need you really should hire a construction supervisor on your behalf to keep an eye on things because who knows what they're going to do in there. And then under the people's trust policy, you have to put them on notice if you're dissatisfied with the scope or, or the work performed. So arguably during the reconstruction process, you have to advise them of things your supervisor may have found or may have seen again, taking photos. And then at the end of the job, you then would have the opportunity, which they don't want to fix it 
to go sue them to redo the work they did. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Um, and, and it's a lot of times with deductibles, uh, a lot of times contractors will get started and give them some money and you can, and you can pay a deductible as you go or something. Um, people's trust actually requires either you to pay the deductible or they'll finance finance for you finance your deductible to give money to them. Wow. wow. That is money. What a racket. It is. It's, Really, I remember first came up, I was just, you know, like you've been in business a long time and you go, I've seen about everything. And when I was like, wait, 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 the insurance company own, like not even contracts with literally the same. When you look up on some, it's the same guys right. who own the insurance company, who own the construction company. I mean, and you just go, man, that's, it's so nefarious. It's, uh, but it's, it, for them, it's a good idea. I mean, keep in mind, people well, forget. And, and they weren't supposed to do that either. It was about five, six years ago. They got some legislation um, passed that would allow them to do that. Now, other carriers aren't doing it. I mean, you saw Heritage try to do it. Right. You know, they bought BC Restoration years and years ago out of Tampa and they sunk that ship. And then uh, they, they tried it with Heritage Restoration. It was running up I-4 from Tampa to Orlando. And like, what are you doing? And then, and then that ship sailed as well. And uh, they don't they don't do that anymore. I think they figured out that they are not good contractors. They don't do good business. Yeah, I, I think what they, what they found is it's an unnecessary complication. And we used to always say, and in the case, the judges would say, basically, in the case law, would talk about insurers perform essentially like three or four functions. Um, they, they take your money, they adjust claims and they write checks. I mean, and so when you, when you ask an insurance company to write a check, they're not all offended because that that's what they do. But what they found was when they tried to go to the next step and then like I said, hire, manage construction and deal with all those things, they found it easier and actually more profitable for them to simply give you the money which is why they pay ACV now too. Before 2009, they used to pay you replacement cost, whether you did the work or not. Right. So when they changed the beginning, the insurers were going, wait, 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 I'm paying Mr. X for a new roof, whether he does it or not. And they went, well, how can we prevent, how can we stop that? Well, I'll tell you what, let's well, only the go. The roof is dead. It's like, it's like if you die, your life insurance company owes you that money. Your roof is dead pay that money. Well, and that was why they got, that was why they went to the legislature um, after Charlie Francis in 04 and after five years of no storms and there were no storms until 2000, till 2016 to around 2009 started changing the statutes um, and made it where they could pay you basically half. They give, we'll give you half the half of your roof. Once you contract with someone, once you incur the expense, let us know. We'll give the other half. Cause a lot of people they found just kept the money and didn't do the work. But what it ended up being was a great cash savings for the insurer because some people didn't do the work or they did, or, or they, they, they get, tried to get it done for the actual cash value. So they never were owed any further money. I mean, it was a I mean, really, again, it's, there's an evil genius to it where they said, look, we'll give people half the money. They'll try to stretch it and make it work. And if they don't get to us timely, don't let us know about the new contractor, pay somebody off the books, whatever they can do to try to get it done. We won't, we will not have to reimburse them for the rest of the money. Wow. Wow. And then you see that now, well, they, and it's not even a half thing that they, what they have is what they call a depreciated value. So they're going to pay you what they think it, the actual cash value is. And the rest is what they're going to consider depreciation, which you can get after the work is done after the CO has been given and you can send photos and say the job is done now. But yeah. They'll hold somewhere between 20 to 50 and 70%. Sometimes I've seen them 20 to 50% on average. Um, but how do you do that as an adjuster? How do you know how 
old the paint is on the wall and the flooring and you know everything all mixed it's a mixed bag and I, I, it's very confusing well what's weird I mean, and it is and when even when they do depreciation it's important to understand that the estimating programs that the insurers use and we use now called Xactimate um, it only depreciates um, material not labor so it ha- you have to sort that out because you can't depreciate labor because labor is what, what it is but the materials are what become used so the program through some rather exotic algorithm figures out with the value of a 10 year old roof not including the labor to put it on and it comes up with this calculation um so it's 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 all as i like to say fuzzy math always benefits the house we used to say that in the casinos so in this case you have fuzzy math that, that benefits the insurer all right and that's uh usually how it uh usually how it goes and with the shenanigans lately and all the law changes it's definitely in that favor all right we're gonna take a break we'll be right back with contract talk with richie kidwell don't go anywhere All right, and we're back live on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell right here, Building Image Experts, live every Saturday right here on iHeartRadio on WFLA News Talk Orlando, 94.1 FM and 5.40 AM. And again, right here on iHeartRadio. Download the iHeartRadio app. Make sure you select the right one. You'll find WFLA News Talk Orlando, 94.1. Select that one. There are many other WFLAs, apparently. I don't know. But anyways, you'll find that one. You click it. You'll be able to listen to us live every Saturday, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. And don't forget to jump on over to our Facebook page, Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. Like us. Follow us. Us, send us a message or a topic if you'd like us to talk about something specifically on the show. Um, that's the place where you want to put that information on our Facebook page. All right, so a lot of good stuff here on this show already. Uh, talked about uh, we're talking about hurricane preparedness. Uh, we're talking about shopping for proper insurance for your property. Um, and I know that Hans has been dying to talk about this. Uh, um, this uh, uh, I, th- I think this article that you bring it up about. Uh, uh, was it uh, the the citizens topic or, or what was? Oh, that actually, about? it's about um. Obviously, the, there was an investigation opened, and uh, and the investigations are are really interesting because they really only fully started after session was over, after the governor signed everything. They were they were they were looking into Hurricane Ian, um, and some claims by some adjusters uh, that the insurers. We're instructing them as to how to write estimates, how not to write estimates, to not include certain things that, and, and adjusters found out uh, who kept their information. Then when, when in the deposition, one was asked, well, is this your estimate? He went, well, no. Well, what happened? They go, well, this is my estimate. And they compared them. They were vastly different because the insurer themselves went in and changed uh, the numbers and changed the scope and changed the damage from, from damage to no damage. And so they opened up an investigation again. It was kind of on, on the like, well, and, and Jimmy Petronas, who's the 
our, our CFO was like, well, we, you know, like, like basically we'll look into it and left it all in the download to laughter session. So laughter DeSantis got his money from the insurance companies. Now, apparently DFS is claiming that they're going to widen the investigation. And this is a great, a great piece of headline that I'm sure will never come to fruition. Uh, I mean, they don't need to widen it anymore. It was given to them on December, what, 14th um, the, to the legislature. It was there. The guys were testifying under oath that this happened. Uh, it was on the, the, 12th or the 13th, they emailed him the information on the 14th. And then on the 16th, the governor signed a bill that killed all that stuff. Okay. Continue. And it's, uh, and the, the article says, uh, Patronus was asked if it was possible that insurance executives of present or former Florida carriers would be arrested and charged with crimes. Patronus replied, if the law was broken, yes, of course. So now he's doing the investigation, but he says, because at the end of the day, you want to make sure the investigation is thorough, so black and white that criminal charges need to be levied, that we can stand behind those charges, which is why the investigations take so long. Now, because now they're talking about, they're expanding it back to Hurricane Irma. Hurricane Irma was October of 2017. We're, we're about to hit the six year, six year mark on Hurricane Irma. And literally just now, um, they're, they're beginning to, to deal with this. Now, well, what's interesting- I don't know. I mean, like last year or two years ago, we saw John Tolley come out with all of these depositions, transcripts of the folks from Hurricane e, or Irma right. saying that they did the same thing. And, and that's what he says. And the article says that it was alleged by this, this former uh, United Property and Casualty Adjuster said he handled about a thousand cases. He brought forth mm-hmm. this evidence three years ago in a deposition, which is where this all started. Yeah. So again, what's interesting is DFS is now in 2023. After the session, the legislative session is over, after the governor signed all the bills, after governor's got all the money from the insurance companies to help run his presidential campaign, <clears throat> they're now going to go back to depositions from 2020 and try to figure out if, there any, if there's any crimes crimes being committed. Well, let me tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, if your adjuster comes out and writes an estimate that says you need a new roof and the insurance company changes it and says you don't need a new roof, I think that's pretty close to criminals you can get. Absolutely is. And again, that's what created this fake crisis was all of this happening in unison. I would love to see the email chains going around through all these SIU fake investigation units with all these insurance companies, which is just like a water cooler effect of gaggling geese just around there, just you know, about how they're going to screw consumers here in the state of Florida. It's absolutely outrageous how they, in unison, says, let's create a crisis and we will have this ready to go. The savior, the policy change, changes, the law changes, everything that we will have ready to save us all from this fake crisis that we're going to create. And it started with, uh, not this past January, last January on those crazy uh, uh, increases in premiums. It caused this fake crisis throughout the, uh, 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 just a, a shocking effect throughout the industry who then brings us up to this point to where I said, well, all this stuff is all caused by roofers and attorneys creating all this litigation, making the, uh, making the, uh, the premiums rise so much based off of, uh, claim saturation and claim payouts due to fraudulent claims from roofers and attorneys. Now, what's interesting, we looked at an article some time ago by the Washington Post regarding American integrity and other insurers and the, the basic cost of handling a non-litigated claim, meaning claim they went out and just paid on, was about $11,000. 
and the cost of, lit- of litigating a claim over that same $11,000 cost them $44,000. <laughs> and I always say, you, if you want to put me out of business, pay the claims. I mean, it's, it's really that simple because even their math shows that if they paid the claims, it would cost them less, but right. they save more by not paying claims. Right. And it's, and it's all on, you know, well, let's, let's look at this, right? Let's use real today numbers, current numbers, hurricane Ian numbers. And I'm not making this up. You can look it up yourself. There are ways to research the amount of claims that have been filed to the Department of Financial Services, uh, which is under the CFO's office, which is what regulates, well, Office of Insurance Regulation regulates the insurance companies. Uh, DFS accepts those types of service and, and sends out service when there are lawsuits against insurance companies collecting data. It's also you file civil remedy notices at the DFS website against insurance companies that are acting in bad faith. Well, with that, you can find and research that over 700,000 claims have been filed to date on Hurricane Ian uh, uh, data loss. Uh, out of those 700,000 claims, about half of them have been paid or, excuse me, claimed to have been closed. Many of them, up to 80% of that 50%, have been paid, closed, under deductible. No payments been made or full out denied. I, that's a disgustingly high number and they use that to their advantage. And that's what you were saying, Hans, is that what was that report that came out that told the insurance companies that if they just denied more, they would save money? Oh yeah. I mean, certainly. And, and actually part of it was that they actually stopped, they really stopped denying claims on most cases, except for citizens. They did kind of deny everything. <clears throat> but most insurers realized if they denied your claim outright, people got upset because they, they were entitled to something. But if they, if the insurers um, extended coverage or and said, oh, we're just below deductible, we really tried, or just over deductible, and they pay them a little bit of money, people, people who are nature, who are, who are predominantly good natured would say, hey, look, they really tried. Look, man, they would look, look, you can see that what they tried to do for us. Um, and, and so what we find when people call us, uh, people are less likely to call because they think they got treated fairly because they got paid nothing. But the insurer said, well, look, we really tried to do it. But denied is a, denied is hard. People don't like denied claims because they, they it offends their, their common sense and good nature. But people make, a, make what they view as a valiant effort then then they're willing to let, let it go and pay it for themselves. It's mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah, I think there's this, uh, this uh, famous report or this uh, consulting company name um, that was hired by these large insurance firms um, that, uh, I don't know if that was the basis of the de- de- uh, the book, Delay, Deny, Defend, but uh, maybe it's a subsequent report uh, after that book came out, but it was this report that was basically stated so and what we have seen to be reflected as 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 true and we've seen it today um most folks don't have the the knowledge the wherewithal the stomach really to say okay or the time length and ability to wait out a year or two to resolve from the insurance company and so we'll bring that up after the break here but uh i mean this is something that they i i I just feel like it's it's just a racket and insurance companies or insurance should be there for that one time of loss when you need it and it's more and more becoming where it's not available at that time in which you do need it so anyways we're going to find that report we'll be right back here on contractor talk with richie kidwell we'll be right back after the break 
from air quality concerns, mold to allergens, the law, and insurance. We cover it all right here on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. All right, we're back live on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, Building Damage Experts, live right here every Saturday, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. on iHeartRadio, WFLA Orlando News Talk, 94.1 FM and 5.40 a.m. Thanks so much for hanging out throughout this uh, show here and uh, giving some thanks to our sponsors. This is our final segment here on this show. It's Time is Flying By when we're having fun. It's about our third month here on this uh, radio dial on iHeartRadio, so we want to thank you guys for hanging out with us and checking out our show bringing information to you on hurricane preparedness today. We talk a lot about insurance policies that has to do with your residential or commercial properties um, and about the law changes that that have went through recently that affects the way not only contractors do business, but how we uh, work with your insurance company. If you, the insured or consumer, uh, has that need or the one time of loss in which you need our help and support Uh, and our resident attorney here, Hans Kennett with Morgan & Morgan, helping us out throughout the way. Um, and before I forget, um, you know, it, it, we, we had Joe, um, uh, Joe McKenna on. He's a roofer here in Central Florida area. Gave out his information. And it's important for you to not only have a roofer in your phone, especially as we're going through storm season, you might need a um, uh, repair done or full replacement done. And as he said, he even offers uh, financing on here. And I pose that question to, to Hans as these policies are getting more and more difficult to review and understand. But in the state of Florida, you have an RCV policy, replacement cost policy, replacement cost value policy. And so, and as you stated, they changed the laws over the past several years to where it makes it to where, well, they're going to pay you for what they think the damages are um, on an ACV value, actual cost value, depreciation. And then once you're done with it, they pay you that the difference of the depreciation to where now you're, you're, you're whole. But can the finance charges be reimbursed if somebody has to put a roof on while they're waiting two years to do that or any other subsequent cost that um, that they have to incur getting to that point to where they finally get the payment from the insurance company. We certainly have always included credit card interest and things like that that people have incurred as an element of damage. Um, it's arguably not within the policy. Um, it's more of a bad faith damage. But we've had, we've had some success. I think more often than not, been able to include the uh, amount of the interest um, into that calculation. Um, but it, it isn't. It's something we see very often. In all honesty, most people just just wait it out 
Um, we talked to Joe McKenna, other roofers also who offer some financing. And typically the, the rates are pretty good. And honestly, um, if you can mitigate any further damage to your home by putting the roof on, that will actually protect your stuff, A, and and give the insurer a reason to continue to insure you. And or if you get a new roof, you can then go shop for insurance. If you have an older roof, no one's going to take you these days. They're really just not. Um, I know farmers, which we I've had great I've had great success with, um, and they 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 stopped writing or slowed writing. But if you have a new roof, they're still willing to look at you. Um, so, uh, so certainly a, a new roof these days is certainly what you need to be able to go shopping in the market. Yeah. And I had a friend ask me, he says, Hey, whenever I get my roof replaced here, is a good time to do solar? And I think it's the absolute best time to do solar. If you're already thinking about it, talk to, um, the salespeople about it, get three different estimates and figure out if that's going to be the best for you for sure. But it's the best time to do it is when you're getting a new roof. If you have a half, um, like if you have a 20 year old roof and you wait, you know, the halfway point to put solar on there, it's not going to be the the best choice to do it. Do it whenever you replace your roof, if you're going to do it. And keep in mind, when you're going to replace your roof and put solar on, you have to put holes through the roof. I mean, there's, you have to mount mount the brackets, everything. And it's, it's not like little brackets. Obviously, there's there are substance, electrical lines. Everything has to go through the perforations in the roof. You don't want to really try to retrofit that if you don't have to. That's right. That's right. And like I was saying, he gave it his contact information. It's good to have a lawyer in your phone as well as we're going through hurricane season. If you have uh, a dispute against your insurance company, and again, it doesn't matter if it's property, if it's auto, if it's uh, uh, home uh, life insurance, um, if you slip on a banana or if you get hit by a bus, any of those situations. If your ears are damaged wearing headphones when the producer puts the music on too loud in right. headphones, things like you that. You call Morgan & Morgan. So how, how can they reach you over there at Morgan & Morgan? Sure. Hans? My name's Hans Kennan. It's H-A-N-S. Kennan, K-E-N-N-O-N. I'm at 407-782-0258. That's 407-782-0258. That's my cell phone. Feel free to call or text. Nice. And put them in your phone right now. Lawyer, Morgan & Morgan. Lawyer up. <laughs> yep. There it is. Lawyer up. I love that. Yeah. I mean, if that's available, can you get that tag? Have you tried? Actually, a guy at our firm has it. No. Uh, honest, true. True. He actually has it. He had to be quick on the uptake. I'll bet. Like, because he had that in uh, Breaking Bad. How long has this guy had that tag? I don't know. I'll have to ask him, but I, I he absolutely has the lawyer up license for him. And every time I see it, I go, how else could I word it? And they're like, what letter can I Because I had to leave out a couple letters in order to only really right. fit within. L-W-Y-R-U-P. Yeah, yeah he, but he, got, he actually got like L-A-W-R. Yeah, like he actually Ooh. got pretty close oh, to where it's, it's not subject to a lot of interpretation. But I, every time I go, what can I get? Like you, need really, you really need L-A-W. L-W-Y-R, some yeah, variation. Done. Wh whatever Better Call Saul does in the actual movie, mm, then like that's yeah. the one you got to do. Yeah. All right. So uh, with about four minutes left here, we had Mike Gazza with Disaster Management Recovery Group walk into the show today. I thought we had the doors locked there. What's up, guys? What's going on? <laughs> What's up? How are you doing, huh? I'm doing well, Mike. I'm doing well. It's, yeah. it's a long time. Actually, to touch on one of the points you just made, I had a uh, I had a client who just got a new roof put on a couple of months ago. Uh, did the solar thing also, and uh, I referred him to the farmer's contact you gave me, and farmers wouldn't run him a policy with a brand new roof. Uh, not even a year old yet. Nah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, I knew they'd slow it, down just, riding. Yeah, it's getting hard. Man. It's getting real yeah. hard. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, you'll end up with citizens with a good rate. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good idea. Well, you know, I have, and I have uh, told people that, you know, like you're um, now it's different than auto. People get tripped up all the time and they, oh, it's a six month policy. No, every property policy of insurance is one year, just so you know. Um, and so some, there are some instances where you have to pop over to citizens for one policy period, mm-hmm. get your stuff taken care of, finish the roof rebuild, the repairs, whatever, and then call another insurance company. And by the way, if you've got four, five, six months left, you can always get new insurance. They'll reimburse you the rest of that premium and you put that towards the next premium. Again, I'm not a licensed adjuster, but talk to your agent and that can be done for you. You want to talk to them about that. The other person you can call uh, is Hans Kennan with Morgan & Morgan. He can help you understand your current policy. He cannot help you change policy. Uh, That is where your agent comes in um, to talk about your policy coverage that you do and you don't have. But, uh, But Mike, is there anything uh, on our topic today that you want to add to about being prepared for hurricane season? What would you recommend or what would you tell consumers here? We've uh, Joe talked about getting a licensed roofer out there to take uh, pictures, video uh, of your uh, of the outside of your home. Hans made a, a good point about opening up drawers and closets, taking pictures in there. What have you seen from your side you'd want to make uh, uh, or at least let the consumers know they want to yeah, take absolutely. in consideration? All, all that's good. All that's good. You want to hop up on the roof or have a roofer come up on the roof, give you inspections if you have any minor repairs that need to be done, tree trimming's real important, any foliage oh, or, or trees yeah. up there, you don't want limbs coming down. That happens, you know, just as much as we see just regular roof damage. Now, from now speaking of that, like you, you called out one in our parking lot out there that was like, hey, that's looking old. We need to do this before uh, storm season. And we ended up taking all the arms off of it and it would have been bad. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And not too much longer after that, a piece of another tree fell and actually went on the building next door. And so that's, that's to your point. And that was a completely healthy yeah, so that's why when we do maintenance on uh, our headquarters, as I know you do on your two, right before storm season roll around, we have our tree guy come through, take off anything that looks like it's dead or hanging down and get everything, what, uh, what I like to call a nice hurricane crop and get ready for the season. Yeah, it's a good point. Call a landscaper, have him come around there and trim everything up, tighten it up uh, before storm yeah, season. Yeah, make sure your idea. gutters are good. Uh, you know, tile roofs. Say gutters? Make sure your Clean gutters are gutters. good, cleaned mm-hmm. out. Make sure we keep, you know, that, that drainage running correctly. And then if you've got a tile roof more so even than a shingle roof, you want to get up there and blow it all off, make sure there's no leaves or foliage or muck building up, you know, around the valleys or the crickets, that water's going to hold up and back up underneath that, that tile and end up seeping in your house. And now, now the difference between you and just because we have a minute left and, um, uh, is that you do more full storm damage evaluations different than say, Joe, the roofer would come out and just look exactly. at the, the roof. So, um, uh, can you tell us your website, how to get a hold of you and if they wanted a free storm damage evaluation, where they can go, Absolutely. email, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You can go to, uh, disastermrg.com and you can click on one of the links there to uh, have us come out and give you a free storm damage evaluation after the fact. Uh, you and can how call, can they get a hold of you? You can call me directly on my cell at 407-590-5900 or you can call us toll free from anywhere at 888-802-DMRG. All right, so your cell phone number one more time instead of kind of 407-590-5900 gets me directly. Perfect, that's awesome. That's good to know. So we have some good information for you guys here if you're listening. Get, you, get yourself set up for a free storm damage evaluation. There's no cost to you. You'll get a copy of the photos. Be prepared for hurricane season. All right, we'll talk to you guys next Saturday. Thanks for joining us today. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. See you.